When I first got here, Coach Pitt told me, he said, hey, I need you to change the room. I need you to change the dynamics of the room. And uh, and we did that within the first year of adding some guys into the portal. And I, I want to I wanna see a kid that loves the game of football. Defensive line coach Deke Adams. Hey, Deke, we had uh, Coach Knight on. Let's let's go back. Let's go back a little bit here. <laughs> let's take you know, it Deke, Deke actually spoke this clinic at one time. He was, <laughs> Deke, was defense coordinator at Washington Baptist. And look where Deke, Deke he's just, just that was a hundred years ago. I actually had brown hair at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's all changed. He used to, you know, he, he had a little bit more hair. You're a little dark too back oh, then. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hanging on. This, <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging well, on now. Well, let's get into it. Talk to us a little bit about the process. You, this is your third year going into at Arkansas defensive yep. line last year. I mean, you really recruited a lot of good guys and yeah. and played real well deep on the defensive line wise. Talk to us what the process is looking like this year because it's the portal, it's NIL, oh and everybody's new, baby. Man, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's it's really crazy. The the, the landscape of college football has changed tremendously, and uh, right now, man, you, you know it's it's a everyday deal. You know, recruiting never ended before all of this, but now since all this stuff starts, it never ends. Uh, it's something that you know you're dealing with all the time. I, you know, the portal stuff, the the NIL stuff. You know, it's. It's such a touchy subject. Yeah. Um, when kids talk NIL, you know, I kind of, I have no control over that. I kind of lead them down the hallway or across the building, wherever they need to go. Uh, that's kind of out of my control. But, you know, the hard part right now is you're recruiting your kids that are in your room right now as much as you're recruiting kids outside. Um, you know, and I, I, I believe kids uh, deserve opportunity, opportunity for change. There are certain situations where change is about. But me personally, my own personal opinion i think you know in some ways we're teaching kids how to how to give up on things um you know me you know i i didn't start when i went straight to school i had to fight through two guys in front of me and i got that opportunity to do it and all that was just part of the game but you know th this is the landscape of college football now and then you either you're either with it or you're against it and you, if you're against it then you're probably gonna get left behind well let me ask this and there's no doubt i mean every guy went back on here yeah, yeah. talking right. the same language on that deal Talk, Coach Pittman always talks about making changing your room, making it better. Yeah. This, what have you done in that process? You know, from the end of the season now, about yeah. making that room better and, and and changing it. Well, I think a big part of making the room better is is the kids believing in you as a coach and wanting to play for you. Um, one of the, the things that we do is, I mean, we it's more than just football. It's a family atmosphere in my room. My kids know they can call me at any time. They know if there's any issues that come up, uh, family or anything that I'm there for them and I'll, you know, do whatever I can within the, the legal rights of what we can do to, to, to help them. Um, that's a big part of it. And then, cause I believe when kids and I, I learned this long time ago from an old, old coach that used to tell me, Hey, they, once they know you love them, they'll do anything for you. And, and I believe my kids know what I love them and I care about them and I'll do whatever I can. You know, but when I first got here, Coach Pitt told me, he said, hey, I need you to change the room. I need you to change the dynamics of the room. And uh, and we did that within the first year of adding some guys into the portal and uh, from the portal. And then Landon Jackson uh, had, had just transferred in uh, from LSU and uh, just these different guys. And then you put the mix of picking the right pieces to put to the puzzle. We needed some edge guys. We needed some guys that, that, that could rush the quarterback. Um, we needed a, a bona fide inside guy. 
Um, you know, so we addressed those and we got them and they did a really, really good job. Um, you know, unfortunately now dealing with the way it is, you haven't addressed those issues every year. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, now we're, we're in a good situation. We have some guys that, that, uh, we did have a couple leave in my room, but you know, the, but the majority of the room stayed intact and, uh, they're ready to go, man. They're working behind off them. Well, talk to us just the significance, you know, you, you work with coach Odom there for a year and then yeah. you know Travis Williams comes in and Travis is coming back and not having to change the system again right. just you're getting the back-to-back years with that part how big is that that's huge you know that's huge when kids and a lot of scenarios as a coach you know systems are systems and and certain things that you do it's going to be the same in one system as it is in the other but when you present it to kids sometimes just the terminology change makes them think they're doing something totally out of the realm of what you used to do. And so um, having coach, uh, having T wheel back, um, you know, for a second year, man, is really going to be good for us. The kids are adjusting to what we're doing. We're making some tweaks on things and, and uh, doing some different stuff, but uh, it's really good. It's a lot of carryover. Well, and then another guy, big, big fan of our show, Coach Mateos, you know, we've had him (laughs) on here, had a great time with you're going to work close with that offensive line coach. Right. Bringing Eric in, I mean, how's that relationship gone so far? And then, you know, what well, do you know about him? Do you have any background in that part of it? Well, I've heard a lot of good – we've never really crossed paths yeah. before, but I've heard a lot of great things about him. Um, and really, you know, learning each other and getting to know each other as coaches, we haven't been able to really do that a whole lot right now because of, yeah. we're in the middle of recruiting. You know, uh, we've both been around each other in the recruiting process, but – coaching aspect of it you know that's that's still a to, to be learned as we going through the process but man I, i've heard a lot of great things about it well good deal break coach you know we, we talked a little bit about uh building your your defensive line room uh-huh uh what does that look like uh when you're when you're on the road when you're recruiting what are the intangibles that you have to have uh in your room well i have two Really phenomenal guys in my room that helped me. Um, uh, Kelvin Green, he used to be uh, the defense coordinator at uh, Delta State uh, with Ty Cooley. Oh, God uh, bless you, show. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he I pro- he I probably th- paid y'all to come. He had to work hey, with that guy. Hey, I, I knew when I said that name. <laughs> and yeah. then I have a, a kid that played for me at um, at North Carolina. My name uh, Tyrone Hopper. Man, those guys are really, really phenomenal. So when I'm on the road, I don't think there's a slack off at all in what goes on in our room because those guys speak the same language I do. They expect the same thing. And my kids know that I we expect the same thing. And they know that, hey, you give them the same respect you give me. And um, and I so it's it's been really good having those guys around. Yeah. And and as far as, you know, the athletes that you're looking for, yeah. What what is something that a kid has to have for him to be, hey, that's an offer kid. Uh, we need him right. on our team. Well, the biggest thing for me is I want to I want to see a kid that loves the game of football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many kids now that are playing the game for so many reasons. Yeah. In a lot of ways, they're not the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a kid that loves to play the game because we are a blue collar program. We're gonna work. Yeah. And when it gets tough, I don't want you bailing because it gets tough and because you're here for another reason. Mm-hmm. Um, then obviously, you know, the academic is academic part of it. It speaks for itself. But I want tough kids, man. I want kids that can uh, that can move athletically, uh, that's, that plays violent because this league is people can say what they want to say. This league is one up front and it's a violent league up front. And mm-hmm. if you can't maintain and hold the line of scrimmage, then you're going to have issues. 
Um, and there are a lot of kids we're recruiting that a lot of, well, I say recruiting that we're, we've seen in the recruiting process that are really, really good football players, but they don't have the length or the size. I mean, you're, you're going to go up against guys week in and week out that are 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, 330 pounds weekly. Mm-hmm. And it, if, you, if you're not a guy with length, then you'll get swallowed up pretty quick. And so yeah. length is one of the things that we look for. And then explosiveness, violent hands, and then just playing violent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first of all, I want to tell you that uh, uh, I graduated high school. My dad coached at the University of South Carolina for six years. Graduate. Okay. Graduated from uh, Spring Valley High School. Yeah. And, and uh, know the area well. under Joe Morrison was was his coach. Okay. And then another great thing you brought up that I never thought about, mm-hmm. or Coach Williams did in his question, that the uh, the your relationship between the defensive line coach mm-hmm. and the offensive <clears throat> line coach. Right. Because my dad, all his for nine for nine years. Uh, Jim Washburn was the uh, defense was the defensive line coach. Yeah, and and my dad was the offensive line coach, and they were like two peas in a pod. <laughs> two peas in a pod, right? Yep. And and my dad said they just he just learned so much from talking right to to, to Coach Washburn, and Coach Washburn learned so much about uh, pass protect. You know, right. The ins and outs of the game, and and I asked my dad. I said that. I said, so you learned a lot. He said, but I'll tell you one thing. Wash thought he could beat me on a pass rush, <laughs> and uh, back in the day, you know where y'all run out, where the team runs out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That used to be the end. The indoor. Okay. And uh, so Jim Washburn, uh, Coach Washburn, challenged him. To to a pass, you know. Pass. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! And my dad I'd love was, to see that one. And my dad was. He said, "Okay, okay." He said, uh, "Coach Washington, I'll beat you because you're too old." Daddy said, <laughs> "Said I tell you what? I grabbed, boom." Said said they got off. I got off at the. I got him by the neck. I got him up under here. My yeah. feet were moving. He said, "Put me down." My dad <laughs> said, "My dad said I can still do it." Right, and right, I, right. I can still well, do it. Well, I don't know if you'll get myself or Eric that will agree on doing that. I don't know if you can get that done, but uh, you know, I'm always gonna bet on myself. Hey, it was, it was, it was in fun. Uh, Coach Washburn challenged my dad's manhood, and he said, "I can't, I can't right." Can't let that <laughs> That's happen. right. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Coach Washburn, man, he was a great coach. Oh. I used to, I used to go and um and and spend time with him when he was with the Titans. Yes, and uh, all that, you know. So he's a great football coach. I, I think he was voted to Sports Illustrated the top he assistant was. coach in the NFL yeah. one, two, yeah. one year. Hey, coach, and even a better storyteller. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I believe I mean, that. Yeah. I mean, when he gets to telling you a story, when he's telling it, take what he tells you, divide it by 500, and you'll still get a <laughs> remainder. Mean, that's right. <laughs> okay. But uh, and that is just incredible. And I feel like I know you because – your son at one time was a highly recruited football player. Yeah, committed to the University of North Carolina. Right. What did he play? Quarterback. What well, he played quarterback his junior year. When he uh his sophomore year, he played receiver and they had a really good quarterback. The quarterback ended up leaving, and I told him after that they didn't have any younger quarterbacks behind him. I told him then I said, listen, if you don't play quarterback, you're never going to touch the ball. 
So he went and played. He went and played quarterback his junior year, and and did a really really good job. And um and then when we moved, we ended up moving back to North Carolina, and he went to Green Hope High School, and they had a really good quarterback there. So he went back to receiving. Okay. Um. So then during all that, mm-hmm. he was also major league baseball prospect, number one pick of the. Uh, not the California Angels anymore, yep. the Anaheim Angels. Right, right. Um, Coach, how do you, how do you as a family, uh, how did y'all bring all that together? Yeah, uh, you know, a, a big part is just obviously, you know, with my wife. You know, my wife was an All-American basketball player in college. Oh, she was. Uh, we okay. met each other there. So, she's, so she, we know where it comes from. Yeah. Now. I've been me, bragging on you for let, a year now. Let, <laughs> let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I, I, I will not deny it one bit. I just think I'm a great recruiter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. You know, but yeah, she she um she has athletic mindset, so she understood all the stuff it took to do that. And um, it, it was tough. It was tough, you know, because the one thing I'll say about him, he put everything into whatever sport it was he was playing. When he was playing football, he was invited to play in the North Carolina versus the uh, Virginia. Yeah. What well, was the North Carolina versus Virginia baseball game? It was in the middle of the football season, though. Mm-hmm. And he turned it down, and he said, I'm not going to play in that because I'm playing football. I'm not going to leave my team. Um, and and then even in the summer, when there were certain football workouts, he had big things going on with baseball. He would We would talk with the coach, and, hey, he would play in certain baseball tournaments because he had to be at football stuff, and then vice versa. So it was a definitely juggling act. Was it a tough, deci- was it a tough decision when it came down to – do I want do I want to play college football for four years, mm-hmm. or do I want to uh, ride the buses in the minor leagues for? <laughs> you know, was it a was it a tough decision? Did he wrestle with the decision well, for it, a long time? He did. You know, it, it, it he did. Even the night after he was drafted, he woke up the next morning. I think I want to go play. You know, for Carolina in baseball and football, and I we told him we said, hey, we're gonna do whatever you want to do. We're here for you. Um, but I think once he realized what it, what he really, what had just happened, he took everything in, you know, and then sat down and looked at numbers and all this other stuff. It was kind of a no brainer for him at that time. And, and the best decision as a parent, you know, when you're leading your kids and you kind of help lead them in a certain direction is always feels good when they come back and say, I'm glad I made that decision. And and he did that. Because I don't want to know anything about, but I mean, you're, when he was thinking baseball, yeah. we're talking. They're throwing up pretty good chunk of pretty good chunk of change. Yeah, his his direction, right? He was blessed. And, There's no doubt about it. And you're like, okay, I can go to college, <laughs> or I can take the I can take the bag of money, right. And just and all I got to do is concentrate on baseball, right? Well, that at that time, I think that explained his love for both sports because he was torn at that time. Um, and people used to ask him all the time, hey, which one do you favor? Which one do you favor? Well, he, he loves them both. Now, obviously, baseball is his first love because that's really kind of what he first started playing. And um, and then I think it took that into his first year, maybe, of the minor league and all that. He really started to figure out, you know what? I'm a baseball player. Let me be. And, and, and he, that's when things started to get better for him. Um, but he is, uh, man, he's just a phenomenal athlete. And I'm just blessed to. You know, I was to be able to watch the, it and to see pick it. to be dad. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just blessed to be able to watch it every day, no doubt about and, it, and say, 
See what I taught him right there? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to this a little bit, yep. is, and we'll get you out of here. The clinic. Yep. You, know, you you've watched this thing grow. It's one of the biggest. It's a regional clinic, right? You coming in here? Y'all are doing some skills and drills tomorrow afternoon. Yep. Uh, which we're excited about, and and in that part of your mindset coming in here. I know you know talking to the high school coaches and that part of. But right. what do you, what do you look forward the most for this this clinic? Man, just seeing guys, people. You know, people think that you know you go on college campuses and you go always all of a sudden you're gonna learn something that you didn't know or you're going to hear something. Football, man, there's great coaches all across the country and and definitely in the state of Arkansas, there's no doubt about it. Um, This is my second time in the state, like I said, and and a lot of great coaches. So a lot of familiar faces from before and then just being able to sit down and listen to coaches talking and bounce ball off of each other. And there might be a little, little bit of thing that I grab from somebody else that could help us and vice versa. You know, they can grab things for, from us that can help them. And, and I think just being around here and being around coaches is, uh, is, a, is a great opportunity for us. Well, great. Coach, appreciate you step, stopping man. by. Yeah, well, I just grabbed you over there, got you over here. Right <laughs> no problem. That's the way man. we roll, though, baby. That's right. That's the way we roll. All right. Well, thanks, Coach Abs. We appreciate you coming yep, on, buddy. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yep. Well, man, we, we are flying like crazy on yep. YouTube right now. We're we're blowing it up. Had some great last couple of shows. Been great, great views. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody how they can find us. Yeah, you know we've hit a couple of huge benchmarks uh, on YouTube. Uh, Coaches in the mouth. Uh, give us a subscribe. Give us a like. Um, that's huge towards uh, where we're headed. Um, and of course, we're on Twitter or X uh, under Coaches Pod. So uh, give us a follow there. You can watch all of our episodes there as well. Well, it's great. Well, for Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook, the mouth. We'll see you next time.